0: Hello, welcome to 2017 Sport for Thought, the first one of the year uh, with me Mark Coughlin and my co-hosts Carl Collin Hello And Neil Duffy Alright And we're here to guide you through and help you blag your way through sporting conversations for the next couple of weeks with our (laughs) limited knowledge (laughs) And to say farewell to Jimmy Superfly Snooker who died today? Yesterday? Yesterday Yesterday that's the the main sporting headline we haven't had a podcast since august (laughs) the
1: the first sporting headline is a wrestler died
0: you can't accuse me of just going (laughs) the the most interesting (laughs) piece of news i've seen in the last 20 minutes
1: (laughs) a wrestler that mark had one of those plastic toys of when he was that is true
0: genuinely (laughs) true
1: he was one of my favorite
0: wrestlers because he was like he
1: jumps off the top buckle
0: yeah yeah him and then jeff hardy in the later days when i was too old to be watching wrestling um but yeah jesus yeah Welcome back, everyone. Well, you haven't gone anywhere. We are back, everyone, for the first podcast of the year. Yeah, as Carl mentioned, first one since August. Uh, Sorry, guys, (laughs) to all our loyal listeners. Well, you know, we've all got busy lives to lead. This is it. So we've managed to gather ourselves together and, yeah, I suppose get this out there before Donald Trump comes in and we all die. (laughs) So get one last podcast together.
1: <clears throat> okay. It's a hopeful start to the new
0: year. Yeah, I was, I was hoping we wouldn't go through a podcast and, and we could avoid mentioning Donald Trump. No. But but brilliant, yeah. Do tick off Brexit quickly? Brexit mentioned, Trump mentioned, apocalypse. It <laughs> all, all combines together. Um, yeah, obviously, I mean, I'm not going to go over all the news, but... Lo- actually, no, lo- I was going to say loads of people died, but not loads of sports people. Graham Taylor... As you guys mentioned just before we came on. Very sad. Uh, that is very sad. He was a really good pundit, actually. Uh, that's what I'll miss about him, really. He was very good on Five Live. I really liked him. I've got one of those, yeah, that sort of horrible feeling after 2016 when we lost loads of famous sort of artists and musicians and sort of cultural people. It Uh-oh. kind of feels like 2017 has already started with the uh, European Tour uh, golf guy. I can't, his name it escapes me, which is really bad. Um, and Graham Taylor and Jimmy Supervisor. Of course,
1: the three, uh, <laughs> like, the surely, surely three names that belong in the pantheon with Bowie. <laughs> yeah. And <Prince>. yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, but we, my we point know, is, maybe it's going to be like, Fidel Castro. Yeah. <laughs> it might be a year
0: where we lose loads of Take big, that, yours, from 2016. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. But anyway, anyway yeah. yeah. What a cheery uh, uh, thought. Start to the pod. This is the life we live now, Carl. Oh. The world we live in. Oh God, <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. depressing. <laughs> So yeah, we've got a few things to cover, kind of mainly football, bit of rugby, bit of the current news, what's going on, but we thought we'd kick things off by looking back on last year, Yeah. yeah. happy with that, and just kind of pick out a few highlights, best moments of the year, what are you kind of, I don't know really, when you say 2016, what are the things you remember, other than I suppose Leicester, it's kind of Leicester, yeah, <laughs> ignoring that, I suppose okay. it's kind of less Leicester <clears throat> was sort of the dominant story of the year. Yeah, it's a kind of popular sports. Leicester, the rise and rise and fall. <laughs> well, yeah, Leicester. That's fall, true, yeah. More of a plummet. Yeah, I mean, hilarious, quite <laughs> frankly. I mean, I don't want to sound bitter, but I don't care anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, beyond I've that. Seen, stage. I,
0: I've seen so much bitterness from Leicester fans towards Spurs fans, that now I've, I'm 100% the other way. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, hope they go down. Well, we were talking about this <laughs> in the local tavern on Saturday <laughs> Carl um, I remember when I said to you, like to we were saying obviously no no champion could have started as badly in history and you corrected me do you remember who looked at there was one that was Leeds, worse or just as bad Leeds, Leeds in are, that 1990 ni- the year they, they won the, the, the last old first division before it became the Premier League was that yeah. Cantona uh, no well they that was when they won the league they had Cantona and Strachan yeah, and yeah, Speed McAllister good team then the year after, obviously they sold Cantona to United, and they finished three points off of relegation. They finished seventeenth in what was then a twenty-two team league. There you go. That was the last kind of that. I think that. I think that was the worst title defence, certainly of modern times. So Leicester are on track to Can- match that. Can- moment, I think they're fifteenth. I think they're fifteenth at the moment. Uh, yeah, must be around there. Think,
1: but they're, yeah, they're kind probably, of five yeah.
0: points off relegation, so
1: you know, with a bit of luck. I'll get <laughs> dragged dragged down into the abyss. <laughs> I don't know why, but I think. I think Ipswich won the league and then got relegated the next season in the 1960s. I'll ask. Oh really? After after Alf Ramsey was their manager, he won the league with them, got That's hired as England manager, and then they got relegated. Outstanding knowledge. Actually. That's true.
0: Which I don't think it is.
1: But we will uh, we'll double check. We'll double check. I'll
0: ask Simon Spreckley, uh, resident <laughs> Ipswich season ticket holder. Could just Google it, but yeah, but I don't want to electronically interfere with <laughs> the uh, true. with what's going on. But yeah, yeah they're mounting a pretty poor defence. But in fairness, this is about 2016, and it was yes. it was their year. And in fairness, at the end of 2016, they've gone through the Champions League as well. Yeah, <laughs> they got a tie
1: against Real Madrid. Leicester versus Real Madrid. That's a weird sentence. It should
0: be interesting. It's brilliant. <laughs> uh, that, and that's great, but you know. it's their reward for getting into pot one. <laughs> yeah. The um, we'll take note, Man City. <laughs> and, yeah, I suppose. Oh, uh, and <laughs> We'll talk about that in a bit. Yes. Yeah, I suppose, I don't know, what else? Olympics? No one really cares. Well, our most, (laughs) come on. Our most recent pod. Our most successful ever Olympics. Yes, I was just going to say, our most recent pod was, we spoke all about the, just after the Olympics. Yeah. Um, I listened back to it earlier today. Did you? And it was all about the Olympics and then Premier League predictions, so we'll come on to that later on. (laughs) Good, (laughs) I'm sure sure we're spot on. (laughs) um, Um, Yeah, we just talked about the Olympics and were saying it was a bit, near. It was a bit me. It was. I think now you look back on it and you're kind of like... But I think the Olympics is the thing. kind of thing you look back on in years and years and go, oh, yeah, you know, other than the London Olympics. But like, yeah. I kind of think back and like like the Barcelona Olympics in 92. like It was my first Olympics that I remember. Mm. But I don't remember watching it at the time and being enthralled. But now I look back and think, oh, yeah, I remember when um, Pinson and Redgrave won their gold medal. The table. Sorry? So can you stop hitting the table? Sorry, I'm very emotional. <laughs> I can see um, you getting really into it. You're bagging the table right next to the microphone. But yeah, I, I think most Olympics kind of... You, you, It's it's more about years later, you think. Oh yeah, when Kelly Holmes won it's two when, gold medals. When gunnall won
1: the gold. Exactly, that Barcelona. was Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: For Christie won the gold in Barcelona. But yeah. <clears throat> it's kind of a good memory to look yeah. back on. I think, you I, I
1: think they're better memories because that's when like, Britain used to kind of compete in sports, that matter. <laughs> Ooh. Instead of like... Do go on, Neil. Instead of like the sitting down ones, where it's like, where can our funding make the most difference? Oh, no one does that. Let's just dominate. <laughs> Interesting <laughs> criticism. That's exactly any, what they do. Any Olympic gold medalist who... That was uh, also
0: before... I think our last pod was before cycling was tarnished yet apart. more <laughs> yeah. by yet more rumours that I'm not going to let you start on, Neil, but... <laughs> <laughs> The fear of losing, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll listen to that. I mean, that'll be 45 minutes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Little spin off pod for <laughs> me, uh, but um, I know we're going to obviously talk, we probably won't talk about F1 other than the sort of flip around of drivers today. Um, news sort or of breaking today of Bottas has, oh, hang on, Bottas has yeah. gone to Williams, Mercedes, Mercedes, he's replaced Rosberg, who has retired. Oh, yeah, it's sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's the other guy who's gone, yes. What I was going to say was. 2016 obviously got remembered for Rosberg as we said before his mic drop his ultimate mic drop of winning the title of
1: league Mike which got.
0: I really enjoyed and was we, it you didn't like? we've had Is it? He not He's, he completely wussed out oh, I see I think that's he amazing Worsted wussed out completely I mean, imagine if Leicester had done that won the title and go we've we've resigned from football yeah I'd be scrapping. saying the same thing <laughs> well no obviously
1: but yes, we, uh, no we, one would know we they'd did rubber.
0: have a mini debate on this at the time didn't we and You two were on either side of the fence and I was kind of down the middle. Um, I think it's brilliant, but... I I can't really tell either way. I'd like to have seen him defend it, but, you know, if he feels he's reached his goal in life, then, you know, fair enough. Step away. I'm sure he's earned enough money in the five or six years he's been at the top. He'll probably just come back anyway. Massa came back, hasn't he? It would have been nice to see... Yeah, Massa's back. But it would have been nice to see him defend the title. But he still won the title despite not being the best driver. And also it was... Arguably... it was Definitely. a very good sort of season as well as we're looking back on the year. It wasn't. Generally, it was. No, no, it wasn't. I agree. Did you say it wasn't? I said it was. Oh, I didn't think it was. <laughs> I agree <laughs> it wasn't. No, I think it was. It was a very good season. Oh, right. Okay. And funny you say that because Hamilton didn't win and I feel that's tarnished your memory because this no. is back to the last pod. You said it's been a very good season. Really? And Neil said Rosberg's going to bottle it <laughs> which is <amazing. laughs> He's
1: Well, he's bottled his Rest of his fucking career. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> Get that red uh, parental <laughs> yeah. parental. In my contribution to the agenda, I did say I was going to drop. Neil the pulse. has. <laughs> to has
0: anyone ever said that? I on hate the hatred of <laughs> Rosberg as well. Um, yeah, but I mean that was. I mean, it's it was a memorable season. In in hindsight, I guess maybe I was yeah I'm disappointed that Hamilton didn't quite win at the end because I do think he was the best driver. Yeah, but there was a like a. Decent battle for the title, which was good, and it kept exciting. And it got exciting to the yeah. end. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I know well, the fact that Hamilton won like the last four races meant that he was staying in touch, yeah. And obviously, looking back on it, like he was cost the title by engine failures and things, yeah. like yeah. But well, it was engine failures and pretty much nothing else. But in terms of just sort of neutral excitement, it made for an exciting second half of the season, at least, and mm-hmm. him having to sort of fight back. But, but it'll be interesting to see next season whether anyone can match him because yeah. obviously you've had Rosberg v Hamilton has been the battle for the last few years Red Bull as keep we said it, a big one the last two years at their paces they've yeah. been planning ahead and looking for new I mean pace. eventually someone will step up because yeah. that's the way Formula 1 works It's kind of it works in cycles but you know if Mercedes are as dominant again next year is Bottas going to be uh, up to Hamilton's levels no way I don't think Yeah, I mean he's and, a, he's a really
1: good driver don't get me wrong and I don't think he's going to have the same kind of support no. within the team that Rosberg had, being a German driver on a German team. As, yeah. And
0: as you said earlier on, Neil, in fairness, there is now a much clearer number one and number two at Mercedes. Yeah. So, you know, more of the focus will be on Hamilton that he'll be the one they're pushing. Yeah. Whereas previously it was it was kind of... I think Hamilton was the number one, but it was split down the middle to a certain yeah. extent. So I expect a Hamilton domination next year. Um, maybe with Verstappen pushing hard out of all the other teams okay. but yeah, yeah interesting that Rosberg walked away fair yeah. play you know. it just, I'm sort of more I guess devil's advocate Yeah. just sort of saying it was interesting and yeah like from a neutral seeing breaking news it's like oh that's unexpected rather than Would caring it? about next season and whether he's to end his title so all solely looking back on last year I guess I'd say it was interesting and would it shock you if he came back? Of no. course not. Everyone always comes <laughs> back, back in F one. They do yeah. pretty much without fail. They always come back at some. It's stage. like leaving Ramsey Street. And he's Street.
1: young Ramsey, Ramsey Street or He's only thirty. <laughs> nobody, exactly. leaves, nobody leaves
0: Ramsey Street forever. Yeah. No, you always Or wherever back. home and away base. Where's it? Summer Bay? Or Eastenders. Or yeah. Eastenders. Look, like they brought oh, yeah, back the, de- the square. They brought back Dirty <laughs> Den They can bring yeah. back anyone. They can bring back Nick <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. From the dead. You can quote me. You can quote me on that. Uh, yeah, I suppose. Any other stories, really? Well, I mean, obviously, loads happened, but anything that kind of. I mean, there knew. was one dominant sports person, really, uh, as we, especially at the end of the year, and that was. We, Murray. we? Uh, just I was just about to say I can tell you who. Well, I suppose this is two predictions. This is all from listening to the last podcast because it's been so long. I listened back to it just for the amusement, and as, as I say, this will come in later right. on the Premier League. know one of them's coming. <laughs> Firstly, I said that Raonic would win the U.S. Open, which was starting the week after we yeah. did the pod. Right. Okay. And obviously, the man who won the U.S. Open, that kind of ticked off. Sort of tipped over the edge for the Spotty and things like that. Yeah. But uh pre that, Neil predicted Mo Farah to win Sports Personality of the Year on yeah. the pod, which I think was a man swept up in post
1: Olympic euphoria. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> well, it was actually kind he of didn't even bad,
0: make like... top three. The poor guy's just been.
1: He didn't make top
0: three. No, because it was horse, that horse, horse bloke. A horse? Horse bloke wasn't it? Oh, the, uh, the it. equestrian guy, uh, Nick Skeleton. Nick Skelton yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And Brownlee. Yeah. Ali Brantley? Alistair Brownley, Alister yeah. Brownley, basically, Dude, well, I like basically for carrying his brother over the line. Like that like was some
1: well-timed violence. Yeah, exactly. I like
0: to see other people get. But on. yeah, it I was probably one of the most It was the year of time. the year of Andy Murray. Yes, yeah. I mean, yeah. he only won two two Grand Slams and Olympics. No, he didn't win the US. No, he won Wimbledon and I won Wimbledon, and, Wimbledon Olympics. and the Olympics, and uh, and then obviously yeah. finished the year as number one. Yeah. Yeah. To be
1: fair, my my prediction was made before Andy Murray went on like a twenty-four match unbeaten run. Yeah. Which was kind of that is off fair. Did and we predict sports personality of the year winners just out of interest? No.
0: Oh shame. Um, I think we. What we definitely did we. Talk I, about I definitely briefly. would have gone for Murray. I think we sort of said if yeah, he wins the US Open, he'll be nailed on to win oh, right, yeah, sports okay.
1: personality of the year, and then we sort of. Drifted and yeah, I, did, I didn't have any faith in the British public to recognising his achievements, but yeah. there Fair was
0: through <laughs> the year of bad voting, there was, <laughs> there was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. It can be summed up in one anything. umbrella, yeah, bad voting. There was one thing that Murray and Farrah had in common, though, both knighted at the end of the year. <laughs> okay, I didn't know they both like corn mints yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they are big fans of corn mints. No, both knighted. Yeah. Some would say controversially. My brother was particularly vocal. I've I've heard a lot of people saying kind of almost too many sports people get knighted now. Like, I think there was a kind of, back in the day, Britain were pretty poor at sports. When they did something, it was like, obviously given all the ultimate achievement. You mean like... Now it's sort of like, oh, (laughs) we know we're getting so many. The best example is, of course... England winning the Ashes in 2005 yes. for the yeah. first. But because it had been so long and they all got like MBEs or OBEs, even Paul Collingwood who played one match <laughs> and has made like five and ten or something like that. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. But yeah, yeah I think you're That's, right. I think that yeah. now it's sort of anyone who wins a medal, anyone who does well, when you've got Olympics and Paralympics in the same year, and suddenly it's like,
1: ooh. I think, I, it's one of these things, I feel like an OBE, like, like one of those kind of honours should be really like, after your career's kind of finished and you may have kind of become an elder statesman of the career, not like, you're what 27, have a (laughs)
0: knighthood
1: and that was my, when I was
0: talking to my brother about it, that was his argument as well he said he feels it's something you should be given after you finish playing and maybe in combination with other stuff, now I don't know if you saw Mo Farah's knighthood was for service to athletics, pure that was it, Murray's was for services to tennis and charity because of the amount of money that he's to now of course that doesn't make that much difference but Mo Farah quite anti-charity Mo Farah is very anti, yeah. anti-charity famously he runs away from charity I did see him walking past a homeless guy once and refusing to give him money which you know they were low days for you weren't they it was just shaking a can
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> on the streets looking up at him <laughs> on the streets of
1: Leicester t- yeah. t- t- taunting him with a bag of frozen <laughs> corn yeah <laughs> student loan had run out <laughs> Foxy wouldn't uh, lend you any money. Foxy.
0: But it was, yeah, the year, the year of Andy Murray in yeah. sporting terms. And he did run away with sports out of the year. Danny Willett came 10th to the lowest number of votes. Did he really? Your on man, Willett. Score. Golf, everyone hates golf. I yeah. can't wait to see who predicts he's going to win majors this <laughs> year. Yeah, well. Like, he's like an oracle. <laughs> <laughs> but first, Carl, oh. As we'll, we'll go on to 2017 now, if you want to talk about the year ahead. Starting with Andy Murray, I guess. Yeah, well, the uh, Australian Open started today. Murray is the number one seed, and but I think he's second favourite. I think he's second favourite. Djokovic think, obviously yeah, beat Djokovic him in the favorite, final uh, yeah, last, uh, last week weeks, like. or a couple of weeks ago. Um, but he had a very tr- tricky first round match against Marchenko, I think it was. Marchenko, today. yeah. Uh, so he's through. Dan yeah. Evans, Yeah. who's about 50 in the world now, he also went through. And obviously, the the big thing, really, in British tennis, other than Murray, is Conta. Yeah. A top 10 women's up. player who won, I think, in Sydney yep. two weeks ago. Won only yep. a second title, senior title. She's one of the favourites for the Australian Open as well, which is brilliant. She's definitely one of the form players as well. Yeah. She may be Australian. <laughs> Does it but I mean, matter? We'll take it. You know, we'll take it. You anyway, <laughs> know, She's been here since she was 13. It's fine. Yeah. Um, it's another one of those... We were saying this last year, obviously, with all the Murray stuff, but... Tennis has kind of, yeah, weirdly gone strength to strength, yeah. like cycling done before and rowing did back in the day. Whether it's the Murray effect. I don't know. I, I, maybe it's just a generation thing, like suddenly there's a good generation of players because I remember the days when it was just Hedman and Rosenski. Mm. And no women players, basically. No. And then, Maybe it's the henman effect. Maybe when he was playing, all these kids started playing, going, I wanna be like Tiger Tim. Maybe that well it would I guess be that kind <laughs> yeah, of you know, it when, makes sense. Yeah. It's that Or like bump. Greg British Rosetsky. Yeah. Maybe exactly. that was the, he was the inspiration. But yeah, we've got um, I think six players in the main draw And all or, which
1: is which is really good. And without the without the assistance of wild cards for once. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. although a
0: few of them will be gone by the time this oh yeah Badim's <laughs> already gone out he? although yeah. he's again British <laughs> but yeah I think it'll be Murray's run is he's got if he goes obviously all the way I think he's got Federer in the quarters has only just come back yeah and he looked yeah I mean and also it's not his strong I, I, would way, yeah. I, think, um, I, I would expect Murray to beat Federer yeah I would expect to be Murray I expect it to be Murray Djokovic final. obviously yeah but. absolutely well good luck to Murray I hope he has another good year um I expect him to. My dog has just rather threateningly come into the room with the loudest squeaky toy of all time. Don't do it. If he starts playing and he's looking at us, don't do it, Tate. If don't you start playing, it. if you start hearing loud squeaking in the background, it is Tate Tate and not Neil being beaten by Carl. For some reason, <laughs> Why? I don't know. But, uh, I'm looking at two people. Oh, this is my imagination. We're always That's as far as my imagination stretches. We're always chance. rough, roughhousing me. <laughs> Say in what him. you see. Glass. Fish, Neil just... stepping on <laughs> hairbrush, <laughs> squeaking <laughs> loudly. <laughs> um, yeah, because the other things this year, obviously it being an odd year, mm. means no Euros, no World Cup, no Olympics. Thank God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, thank God. But, um, so I suppose the biggest thing, other than the usual. Golf majors and tennis majors and Premier League and FA Cup and stuff is the Lions, yeah. rugby. Woo! Which is exciting. Certainly yeah it is. But um I mean seriously
1: breakfasts in June. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> seriously so Even me who's
0: so not a rugby fan, I love the Lions tours. Seriously exciting stuff. It's yeah. I don't like the uh, the starts are a bit ridiculous because of the time difference, but it will be a bit awesome. Yeah, oh well. Um I think it's quite early to talk about it. We've got the Six Nations coming up, so I'm sure we'll be discussing rugby more and more. I look forward to having a lengthy, special podcast discussion on team selection, squad, squad selection, uh, closer to the time. With well, the England squad <laughs> selection. Kind of, there, there could
1: be violence in that one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Lion selection, that is a, always a really exciting one. And for those, like, you know, obviously, it's well, well early now, but there's excitement <laughs> of six months ago everyone was like Sam Orbiton would be captain, now he's not captain of Wales anymore, yes, true. so he'll be he doing Hartley, then he got sent off for Christmas again and you're like oh Gatlin's not going to like him as much now and he's got an excuse not to pick him as captain, blah 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 blah. So the cap- not only selection but the captaincy yeah. is up for grabs? Yeah, probably the most up for grabs uh, actually. last. A returning Chris Robshaw? <laughs> yeah. For his first Lions Sadly tour? Left field, yeah, yeah. Le- left field in his first Lions tour. Uh, I so but, don't even know. But we've nine. got obviously before that we've got Six Nations. Mm-hmm. Out of, for those who don't know, where are the Lions going this year? New Zealand. The, the ultimate South. test. Yes. where I just was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, so I thought you might drop that in. I went past the stadium where one of the tests had been played. I don't know which one. In Wellington, it was very weird. I was like, this is really exciting. That like the Lions are going to be here because the stadium's like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. On it's on the harbour in a bit of like an yeah. industrial estate, so It's quite weird. Yeah. It's not
1: like. But anyway, it's normally yeah. sponsor's name stadium <laughs> yeah it doesn't that's actually have like a proper name It's like, the
0: westpac isn't it it was, it was
1: the westpac when i was there like 10 years ago i, think I don't know is. if it still I is, think is it's that. It's the subway westpac stadium <laughs> the subway. oh, subway. oh double barrel sponsor <laughs> yeah. we got a bank and a sandwich <laughs> oh god
0: <laughs> but yes that's what was exciting lines in new zealand i think they've got probably one of the best chances they've had obviously, in New Zealand for a long, long, long time. It would be of, hard
1: for them to do worse than 2005.
0: Yes, but obviously Ireland beating New Zealand and yeah. other teams pushing New Zealand close in the last hmm. couple of years have shown that, you know, they're susceptible. They're not and obviously <coughs> the Lions having more and more players to choose from that aren't yeah. <coughs> necessarily Hope Nations players, uh, <laughs> helps. So, you know, the likes of potential captain Dylan Hartley and back row CJ e. Stander and all these other... CJ O. Standard. Yeah, Sorry. <laughs> Talupe Falatau, <laughs> born sure in the a, <laughs> mountains of Wales. I'm sure there's a message here somewhere, but I can't can't quite get it. Yeah. We'll, we'll I think, maybe discuss that more yeah. on the Six Nations, when we talk more Six Nations, because I have very strong opinions but, on the... Uh, on yeah, the nationality. Quali- the qualification, sort of thing. Thing, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Which but is we've annoying got... that Ireland actually have good players now that have gone through this system, because I hate it, but... So we got a double whammy to look forward to in rugby terms. Six Nations and a Lions Tour. Yeah. And I think oh, is the best Lions Tour. The biggest test in terms of a Lions Tour. That's kind of, I'm sure there are people that will correct me immediately and say there's like a Commonwealth Games or something. But that's the kind of the biggest thing of the year in my mind that yeah. isn't a regular occurrence. Yeah, I don't no, know I agree. Else is really, but yeah, it's still really exciting. Obviously, sorry, the and the World Athletics is going to be exciting this year because of Bolt and Ennis has retired now, hasn't she? Yes, she was good retire there. But Bolt's going to be racing his last race in London, which is pretty exciting. That's Got true, yeah. Have you obviously, yes. of course. <laughs> so that's going to be a high profile. Neil's ball. going as they swap for reference. Yeah, yeah. Did you get press passes? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wonder if we could get press passes. No. Let's just cover the microphone for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pretend we're a real thing. <laughs> Could we
1: not? But I mean, that's, that's gonna
0: be quite it. a high profile meet from what I understand from the, the names I've seen Yeah, maybe this. not that. Maybe we get press maybe we get press to like a lower League One game. A Coventry! Doesn't matter. I've off, got off topic. pick.
1: Well, I actually I actually read an I read an I read a, I read an article there on Christmas or something about a guy who a few years ago couldn't instead of getting tickets to his local baseball uh, teams games, just Applied, a pl- made up, a, made up like a new, local newspaper, yeah. and sent off for press passes and attended all the like game. 30 games for free. What rugby games? Uh, no, it was for uh, baseball. Oh, so baseball. Atlanta Braves. I'm not so, surprised. So it just famed to be like a local, kind of like the Bridgeport Inquirer, yeah. and sent off. <laughs> this is the way. This was pre-9/11, so was like no proof yeah. was required. I mean, <laughs> I'm not surprised because a lot of sports stadiums would.
0: Kind of be like, well, why would you bother lying? Like, okay. You know what I mean. Like, all joking aside, <clears throat> one person here is a sports journalist, technically. Uh, yeah, I d- and another is a journalist. Yeah. Another yeah. is what? not. It's, it's, <laughs> has tickets to, to everything anyway. <laughs> has Especially, very strong opinions though. Yes. That's the main thing. But yes, exciting things for this year. But I want to talk about since we mentioned rugby and the Lions and Neil, I know wants to talk about the rugby's current new rules slash. Yeah. Problems slash head injuries, which is interesting for us. Probably less safe so
1: for Carl. I'm going to say goodbye to Carl yeah. for a while here. Should just a just a short discussion. Just pick up my phone for a yeah. second. Go- yeah. Google that Ipswich fact. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's
0: good. <laughs> good point. You can carry on. <laughs> I'm going to take some uh, media shots. he's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got potato playing with his toy. He has. He's moved away from the toy now. We can stand down. Yeah, because I thought I don't know. The head injury one's difficult, the HIA and all that stuff. I don't know if you saw yeah. the game on the weekend.
1: I, I went, I saw... Um, no, no, I didn't. I, saw, <laughs> I watched, I watched Lenzo Montpellier on Friday and I went to oh, Queen's of Edinburgh on course. Well, Saturday.
0: see, there's, there's, the Lenzo one obviously had the high tackle red card Yeah. and in the Munster game had Connor Murray get knocked out um, and play on because they said he wasn't knocked out and the replays are slightly inconclusive and there's a whole... And now, yeah, Munster being investigated by European rugby...
1: Well, Northampton's anything to go, for, nothing will happen.
0: Yeah, well, exactly, yeah, for unruly. But yeah, it's a bit of a weird one. I think, I suppose the head into you on there isn't really a debate because if you're knocked out, you should be removed. I think there's a problem is doctors sort of saying, under pressure, sorry, to say he's fine and keep playing. Yeah. Hence why they sort of remove a player
1: well, immediately. but Well, there's there's kind of, there's well, I think there was World, World Rugby brought a report out on the... Uh, the success of the head injury protocol they have, Mm. the head injury assessments. And um, I think there's quite a vocal doctor in the UK, a doctor, I can't remember his first name. It's not Brian. It's Dr. something O'Driscoll, and it's not Brian O'Driscoll's dad, um, who is very much against the head injury assessment because he basically says, it is impossible to determine if someone is concussed in 12 minutes.
0: Yeah, funny that. It's... (laughs) It's just complete it's a, nonsense. It's a sort of 1980s to think about how many fingers am I holding up and yeah. what's your name and how did you get here and Doctor yeah. Barry O'Driscoll. There we <laughs> go. Ah, there we
1: go. Good knowledge, Carl. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Check like corner. I can refer you to our expert. <laughs> and he basically says like it's actually impossible. If someone is knocked out like that, if someone is suffers a severe blow to the head, they should just not be allowed back on. Are you just checking what it said or are you are you just giving you other things?
0: No, I'm just. just do you just carry on <laughs> carry on with your chat I'll fact
1: check if necessary yeah.
0: Yeah. Ipswich didn't get relegated the year after they won the okay. league, that's what he's waiting for two years after they won the league to carry on okay. I had a bad feeling it was that uh, yeah I can't yeah. <laughs> I can't really see an argument like in my head I suppose it, it makes sense to be like if you've been knocked out you should be removed from play Yeah. but then it feels like it's happening more and more that people are getting knocked out, or is that just my imagination? I don't, I don't, know. It feels like it happens several times a weekend now.
1: It does. I don't know if it's because we've got a heightened awareness of it or not. Yeah, I more out cameras for it, as but, well. And, but there again, yeah, you do see a lot of players get their bell wrong now, and a lot of, like, there's a lot of kind of people staying still after hits. Yeah. And the kind of the rules they brought in, it's oh, I don't know how much good they do because it's. It's much like the way they've been handing out red cards for the last twelve months. It's very much like it's outcome based, yeah. Which, and having had this argument quite a few times with some lawyer friends of mine, that is not the way to draw up laws because yes. that is so ridiculous. subjective, yeah. it's ridiculous. Um, but one one thing I'll say about the new, in, the kind of the, the high tackle laws, and I've I've heard a lot of kind of rep and read a lot of people who aren't happy with them saying it's kind of it's, it could potential to ruin rugby. Or it's an in, it's it's a this in, is the high tackle yeah the high or the, yeah or it's a cynical sop to avoid a lawsuit which has some weight actually when you think yeah. about it yeah um but when you saw the hit on um, Sexton on Friday night it was very much kind of like if it were, if it stops people putting in what is was essentially would have been a cheap shot he would gotten away with tw- yeah ago. this is I kind of have I suppose not
0: flipped but moved on the argument should we say when yeah. it first came in, I was a bit of that, oh, they're trying to soften rugby up too much. Like, if someone's made it, here And because they brought in the rule of... or not brought in the rule, it's part of the rule where if a player ducks into a tackle, it's still your responsibility. So if you are high tackle yeah. what they've ducked, that's still a red card. I think that's harsh. Yeah. But at the same time, I suppose a bit like in football, a kind of, when you're like two-footed tackles and things, and you're like, oh, that was unlucky because his foot slipped up and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, well...
1: If so you're not in, control. in, you're not you're not in control, control, you're
0: not in control, it's going to stop you doing that. With rugby, it's like we'll get back to tackling around the legs then. Stop yeah. going for these massive hits. Uh, if you get tackles yeah. around the legs, they're not going to duck into the tackle. So well, exactly. it's these kind of. <laughs> I was about to say it's South Sea Islanders, but that's completely <coughs> racist because <laughs> it's not. Hard. <laughs> but that's kind of the tradition of like you know, you yeah, feel the Tongans and Samoans yeah. would hit you harder than, and in England and it, the Six Nations, it would be tackles around the ankles and stop them. Then yeah. the offloading game has made it more high tackles and. Yeah, oh. I suppose that's the thing. It's just going to make players have to tackle lower, and just the second man has to be there to stop the offload, I guess, and that's yeah. can't yeah. be a bad well, thing. Well, it was like
1: the Jeff Parling um, kind of knockout and the. Oh, it, the two Barrington? Saracens, yeah. yeah. Barrington got sent off. And Barrett. And Barrett has been cited and banned, I think, hasn't he? Three weeks, yeah. Yeah. And someone was. I heard someone arguing, he's like, well, he ducked into that tackle. It's like, he's six foot eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or as long as I can remember seeing rugby, that is how six foot eight guys run into tackles. Yeah, you know, he's going to do that, and that's the thing, don't go and, and so and high. And you're aiming, and they're, they're deliberately aiming the tackles at that height, to, yeah, because it's it does more damage.
0: The, the game has progressed over the years to, like I say, from angles up to around people trying to stop the ball, trying to stop offloads, so people hit around the chest, and obviously, because then if you hit a man. If you hit around the feet, they fall forwards. If you hit around that area, they fall backwards. backwards. And obviously, yep. you have the other line, defense, you know, etc. etc. Which was fine until players have become 20 stone freaks of muscle. Yeah. Like, every hit you make, no matter how big and strong you are, your head is still, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, I suppose they're having they have to do something. And if it means loads of red cards for a while, then so be it. Yeah, people are And tired. most games haven't, which sounds stupid, but even like, England, Argentina, for example, there's a red card for five minutes. The game wasn't ruined. Nice. It's not like I know Lenzi Montpellier was, but that's because Montpellier were terrible. <laughs> <They> were <laughs> Rather truly than just terrible. like this is ruined. So I suppose it's kind of one of those things that, yeah, I guess it'll just develop over time. People get used to it and have to slightly alter. And I suppose the rules will probably tweak. In some ways, I don't know. But
1: yeah, but what, what I hope they do is they're actually just consistent in applying it and not not doing what they did, for instance, in in the Premiership at the beginning of the season, where they are kind of like when they cut down on you know uh, the argy bargy at corners and kind of blocking people off and
0: yeah, and it was like just give loads penalties like, for two, And by yeah. the
1: third round, there hasn't been a red card for instance or a penalty. It's like yeah. oh yeah, that 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 was a weird August. It's like that no one true. liked
0: it. Let's stop doing it. But rugby always has that kind of... Well, I suppose any sport has that sort of cyclical thing as well. Of, yeah. I read um, former Rugby World editor and Ooh. colleague of mine, Paul Morgan, tweeted the other day, I think yesterday during the European Cup, saying he hates choke tackles and how they yeah. become part of the game and they're so dangerous. And there's loads of replies. He was retweeting people saying, at junior level, kids try it and get bowled over because they haven't got the right technique and things. And it's actually something... I'd never really thought about it because it came into the game and you're like, choke tackles are a thing now because not just started yeah. doing them. And then now you're like, actually, yeah, they it is essentially rewarding negative play trying to slow the game down. It's sort of thing, maybe if you take that out,
1: people don't hit as high. And... Well, I heard someone quite glibly uh, suggest, like, if you want to get something banned, call it choke tackle. Yeah,
0: that's
1: true. <laughs> if they called it something else, like, they're kind of like the... the well, it's just a maul tackle, the, isn't the, it? The, that's the, kind the, of what the cuddle it stop. <laughs> or like the, the bear hug bear hug, hug the hug shrug yeah the hug shrug or something like you probably wouldn't be hearing this thing but like but the thing is that was because the, but it, was, I suppose, but, it was so imbalanced against the defence in terms of you basically just couldn't compete for the ball so yeah. if you stop a ruck from forming then you are well you're doing what defence is supposed to do which is stop people attacking
0: I think it's just that point that <coughs> when Ireland started doing it they were the first people to do it properly Yeah. and everyone was like wow blown away now everyone tries to do it so now you see players hitting high yeah, and that is kind of.
1: But I think it's 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 it's. But but
0: yeah, I mean you can't just ban, because essentially a maul leads to a scrum, and that's what your choke tackle is just setting up a maul, so you can't really stop it because it's just yeah. as you say, it's just calling it a choke tackle, make it sound worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you actually see it, it's nothing that bad. It's just carrying the ball.
1: Wait, they're, yeah, so they're not. Well, it, it generally involves a player going low and a player going, another player coming in yeah. and, and and tying him up, not necessarily smacking him in the face of the ground because they don't want him to hit the ground. Yeah,
0: that is true. Yeah, fair
1: um, point. But it's incredibly hard to do. That's the, that's the problem with it. It's an advanced technique, and kids who try are idiots.
0: Yeah, I've never pulled one off personally. No. <laughs> A tackle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, rugby. We shall revisit for Six Nations. Yeah. Um, let me just go and see. If so, Carl, so you see what Carl's still still <laughs> results.
1: See what the results <laughs> of Carl's frantic yeah. googling
0: have been. Carl is making notes, which is quite worrying. <laughs> that he's going to come and just blow us out of the water. now. Just, anyway, just carry on. Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> Welcome to Fact Check Corner! Um, what would do you like talk to talk about the football season? Yeah, Have right. you just written down some stats? or? No, No. Or... I was just writing down some useful things. Facts? No, not facts. Just some useful things to mention that are coming up this year. That's oh, okay. All. You know, kind of like Carl's Calendar corner. Would oh, you want okay. to quickly talk about them as well oh, as what we, we were doing? No, we can do it, but we can do it at the end. We can carry on with our features for the moment. No, no, go on, go on No, no, I want to do this. <laughs> okay, well then, we was going to talk about football. Okay, I'm not really interested in football, no, so no, 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 very you and, well, and Nor am old I. Old so, um, what would you like to discuss in football terms, Mark? We was going to talk about, yeah, just the Premier League season, how it's going. Um, just briefly brush over the fact relegation battles quite close, Palace are doing rubbish. But, no, obviously, yes, it's depressing down the bottom, being a Palace fan. I, well, what I will kick us off. I know with, about that, mate. What I will kick us off with is our pre-season predictions. <laughs> yes. Our pod. Good, good place to start. It's actually not pre-season. It's three games in, of and course. it was our knee-jerk reaction. Predictions. Can we bear in
1: mind we are only halfway through the season? Yeah, right? yeah. We'll
0: revisit them again. Some of these may come true. Yes. So, or do to just go through all of them? Go on. Go on. I, I, was, I, was, I was
1: I was frantically re- the, the only bit of research I did today was just try, like, how bad was that prediction? Yeah, no. Pre- and I did you
0: listen <laughs> to it? I didn't listen to it. Oh, I remember okay. one of mine. I haven't so, listened to it. I can't remember anything. So the categories were who's going to win the league. Yeah. Yeah. who's going to go down, Yeah. Um, and who's going to be surprisingly good and surprisingly bad. Okay. And there's also a couple of little tidbits that I pulled out that are quite amusing as well. Okay. So, Carl, so to win the league, yeah. Carl and me, there's a lot of crossover between us. Oh, They've both I, gone for Manchester United. Yeah, I thought so. I thought so. Um, and you repeatedly kept saying on the pod... The Manchester teams both look very ominous. Yeah. Manchester teams both very ominous. Well, and they did three games in. Yeah, well, this is an <laughs> to chat reaction. Neil went for Chelsea. Boom. So, that's annoying. Tell me boom when they've won the league, all right? <laughs> um, to go down... Uh, this is why I'm going to be less boom. Carl has gone for Hull, Swansea, Burnley. Oh, well, Burnley was a poor shout in hindsight. And also, weirdly, you said... The only reason... Maybe you didn't get a whole Swansea Burnley. I think you said whole Swansea... Did I not say Sunderland? <coughs> no. Oh. You said Hull Swansea Burnley and you said Hull Swansea someone else is going to struggle and it wasn't Sunderland. Oh, okay. And uh, you said Sunderland will do what they always do, sack Moyes after the season and go on a run and stay up. Yeah. You said the only reason I think Burnley will be alright is because Andre Gray is going to be amazing. I think he'll score loads of goals and move to someone like Liverpool. <laughs> so... You know? He did score against Liverpool. (laughs) Halfway there. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, I stand by that. I still think he'll he'll move to a big club. Neil's relegation trio, which teases his surprisingly bad side of season as well, and this is a cracker. Hull Swansea
1: Southampton. Southampton. Which is They're actually closer to the relegation zone than you think. Yeah, fair enough. But And they've been on a pretty crap run as well, actually. They have been, I suppose,
0: surprisingly they were your surprisingly bad side. Yeah, um, I, get, I got a lot of stick then, from my sister's
1: fiance for that but one. But then, then are they surprisingly
0: bad because no one thought they were going to finish top six? So I guess. But they have been the consistent top ten team for the last few years. Yeah. So. But yeah, but they're not top ten now, are they? True.
1: No, no, they're like they're only about
0: I think. Six, well, anyway, you think they go down, so you're wrong. They're um, six,
1: seven points ahead of the uh, over And, of and the Mark Coughlin
0: oh, went oh. for Hull, Swansea, Sunderland. Which at the moment is looking good, but yeah. as we know, there's another team down Looking line. very good. We, so really should, we really
1: should have fact-checked this, because he might have just copied the
0: bottom proof <laughs> for we know. Carl's surprisingly bad. <laughs> I remember. I know who it was. And I, and I stand by it. That, Liverpool. Yeah. Jürgen Klopp will be gone by the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> he might be. Remley Come Harford. back to me in May. Come in back England. to me in May. Neil Southampton and Mark Southampton as well. Then changed to Crystal Palace, and said Pardew could be gone. So that's and, and then that's you all... said, "Is that a surprise? Is that surprisingly bad if Palace do terrible?" <laughs> and we all <laughs> chuckled, <laughs> we all laughed, laugh. and that's why we haven't done a podcast since. <laughs> 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 and surprisingly good. Um, I come out of this one quite well as well. Carl said Everton. What
1: well, this, this week it was surprisingly good. Yeah, They're the best of the yeah refs. seventh, yeah.
0: What? sky sports um they're Nil- just outside the big six yeah trademark neil sky said sports. liverpool which i think is probably it, fair. Was, it was
1: true until like the last fortnight
0: well it's top four. no well actually you said liverpool because they'll get in the top four You said they'll win the league they'll get in the top four so that's okay. carl said not oh. a chance Yeah, and Klopp will be um, sacked. yeah and then i said everton which isn't great but i did say they'll pressure the top four but not quite get there so that's not
1: which they could still
0: do. Yeah. So that's hmm. not too. So not too bad. No. I think Southampton's is probably the standout prediction. So or far. Liverpool being the poor team of the season. Oh, sorry. Yeah, actually, that is, <laughs> that's uh, definitely stand standout. Again, come back to me in yes. May. So they were our pre-season predictions. Okay. Do we get um, to play
1: no. a wild card uh, out of the fantasy football no. and make adjustments? <laughs> no,
0: you do not. <laughs> oh, well, we should re- we should revisit it and also. No, no, not. I was going to say we should do some more now. I have said that next season to do more predictions, though. Because we were going to do signing of the season. Oh, and we'll then, do and more then midway next midway through we change. We should it. definitely do more next season. But yeah, football generally. Obviously, Chelsea looking pretty ominous, to use your words. But I think they look pretty Spurs average. spot five points off? Uh Yes, we no. We're uh, seven points behind Chelsea. Oh no, Liverpool would have been five points off, Sorry, we're, we're second. Yeah, seven Liverpool, points behind. Liverpool and Spurs are both still pushing them. And You're still both No, I think we're level on points. We're ahead of you on goal difference. Doesn't matter. Oh, it's dizzy at the top. I just get so mixed up with all these goals <laughs> and wins. It's hard. <laughs> um, it, I I think um, looking at it at this stage, Chelsea. would something would have to go <laughs> seriously wrong for Chelsea not to win it.
1: But the Diego Costa stuff well, could be what he's going to do. I
0: think the, that's the talk at the moment, isn't it? Play, you know, what's going on with players? Payet, yeah. Costa, China. Um, you know, I think Arsenal are having some problems with Ozil and Sanchez tying them down to contracts. There's a lot you've of kind of... You've basically ticked off everything I was going to mention. Player power? <laughs> in, one, in one sentence. Moving on to Badminton. Costa, Payet, Chinese football. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I mean, that's the real story at the moment, isn't it? Because the Premier League yeah. is so it's the tight. Player, the player power thing, I know it's been... Massive, and it's always really kind of been player power since I suppose the late nineties. Yeah, since the Bosman ruling. Yeah. Um, Bloody Belgian. It, the, my, I don't know. I'm a bit with the to one. I find cost obviously isn't, isn't necessarily going, and if he does, he's fair sitting down with Conte this week. And I think even Chelsea fans are like, if he's been offered six hundred grand a week, I think he'll stay. Fair play. I think, I think he'll stay. I think till, he'll stay to the end of the season at yeah, least. That's what I think, but then. That's, the Chinese season starts in February, March. And, you know, he's a a Brazilian. Brazilians, Brazil has a lot of links with China as well over the years. They have certain rules about permits and stuff as well. They have all these trade agreements. You know, there's a big, there's quite a closeness between Brazil and China. It's it's funny that I kind of, obviously a lot of people like Chinese football. They've brought in the new rule. I don't know if you saw that. Today? Yep. Maximum of three foreign players per team starting this season. Starting this season. So that will obviously slightly affect things. But the thing is, if it's not China, it's going to be someone else. Yeah, of course. It's going to be another league that's going to throw money at players. (laughs) So at the end of the day... Like, it's always going to happen. And also, there's probably a lot of leagues that look at the Premier League and, like, what are you talking about? You've done the same no, thing to the players. Exactly. We have played for us. Yeah, played Frost. I.e., Corinthians, Sao Paulo, Brazil, or, yeah, like. I totally agree. So, kind of, it's not like the Premier League is playing pittance. People it's are talking being, about it being like a, a massive shift. Or a, you know, some people are calling it a crisis. It's just the latest
1: thing. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's no, like, no different to uh, the Premier League pinching players from everywhere else, you know. And that's got it's, that goes in cycles. And I, I, exactly, I swear yeah. to
0: God, not. Although Ashley Young has been linked to China, which is like we have reached crisis time. <laughs> <laughs> have we been <laughs> when he's the big China? Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> spore for Thor. No, I'm not going to do that, Yeah, uh, the father ah, Ted. We nearly just got banned. <laughs> thinking, we nearly <laughs> shut down the podcast. The father and you Ted. Big <laughs>
1: impression. <laughs> Thanks God we're not Facebook living there. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Anyway, Neil. Oh, we could face. Anyway, Neil. I <laughs> no, no, think like it was thing was like a two, but just um around about the time of the Brazilian World Cup there was all this talk of you know uh, like Corinthians and Sao Paulo signing huge football deals meant they were going to retain all of their Brazilian yeah, players. Yeah. And it's like 24 months later and yeah nothing. And what you what you'll find with this again is it's like they're offering 600 grand yeah. a week a week to you know. Tevez and whatever but it's like yeah but ultimately that you're still going to be playing in China Yeah, this I wouldn't is... be entirely certain you're actually going to get that money this is it. <laughs> there's no there's no there's no well, there's no established kind of it's 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 happened before with like Trogba and Analka and stuff going mm. over China yeah, on huge true, yeah. wage packets like a and month. then being back within 12 yeah. months because I haven't been paid since I got here and it's a, the, the thing that I find a bit strange is that look I completely understand if people want to go and play you know, they're going for the money. There's
0: no doubt about it, obviously. They're not going for the quality <clears> of football. You go there for a couple of years and you come back. But yeah. I can understand it with some of the guys that have gone there, like Ramirez and Tevez at the end of his career. Yeah. But someone yeah. like Oscar. Now, again, I don't think I don't think to myself, why has he gone there? I know why he's gone there. Yeah. He's not really playing that much at Chelsea. He can go there for a few years. But this is two of the peak years of his career. Yeah, I'm surprised. And they'd I still think, pay yeah, him yeah, bit... $60 million when he's 32 or 33 yeah. Yeah. you know Oscar could have gone to anyone he's, I saw he's, a, he's a quality player How. there's a 45 million bid for Falcao today
1: See, but again that's the kind of thing I'd understand <laughs> yeah. if I was his club I'd be but putting him I'd be drugging him and putting him in a crate exactly. you, gotta, you
0: say that he's got a 14 goals in 14 this season yeah he's doing well for Monaco he's been really good because yeah, like, I was sort of amusing and I found League. out that, yeah. they're, they're yeah. in the Champions League last 16 yeah, you know, they're in the side for... silent giant but at the same time he's the kind of player who has fallen away yeah. from where he was, obviously he's doing well, but, you know, so that that's the kind of player I can understand going there, you know, someone like Oscar, I think it's crazy. Yeah, I agree, I think once you're sort of, yeah, 31, 32, at yeah. the same time, when you reach that sort of age, you might also be like, well, I want a bit of silverware, so I'd rather stay over here, whereas he could be like, I'm going to go over there, get some money for a couple of years, mm. then come back and... Spend I don't know. But it's it true. doesn't I agree with you. I think it's But then I guess durable. if you're a club trying to I mean who's gonna outbid a Chinese club for well Oscar? This is it. No one else is gonna pay sixty million. As it, soon as someone if oh, yeah. they want I mean, someone can say no, if they want someone and the player wants to go at this stage then oh, I yeah. mean say that Monaco turned down forty five million, but then that's not even really silly money because no. £45 million for a guy who scored 14 in, four, in yeah. 21 in but one then, of the top leagues in Europe. And Falcao's one of those players that's not as old as you think. I've got a feeling he's like no, 32. I, maybe, I mean, maybe not even that old. Yeah. The,
1: the problem is his knees are like 48. Yeah. Yes, that is
0: true.
1: But yeah, <laughs> but, true. but the, the, the fact remains, I think the
0: China thing is the latest thing. If it carries on, it carries on us. That's life. Yeah. You know, just like the Premier League came in, you know, Serie A was always the... The biggest league, all the best players went to Syria when I was growing up in like the nineties. Yeah. If you want to talk silly money, um, I don't know if you saw the news earlier, but Patrick Bamford might be going to Middlesbrough for ten million. And Ooh. I also what? saw yeah, and Jake Livermore yeah, ten million as well. Oh, I, I saw, think Bamford might be more. I saw fifteen. Oh, Livermore, that must be it. Because there's a bidding war <laughs> for Jake Livermore. <laughs> That's amazing. Me and my West Ham are trying to get snogged <laughs> ass for three million. West Brom and Middlesbrough. Yeah What? It's That's a, right It's crazy right. world we live in But yes Dimitri Payet Is what I want to talk about Speaking of money Yeah exactly The thing is with Payet I know someone said He got a £1 million bonus payment In I think September October From the club For what? For like loyalty What for being there a season? <laughs> Two seasons I think he's been there no, But anyway One, well maybe it's one year he's been there This is his second oh, season Oh yeah A year and a half now yeah. Sorry yeah, yeah. Um, But obviously it's what he's doing. Of course, the West Ham fans hate him and you're like, you shouldn't do it. My only argument, and it might not be true, and footballers are complete arseholes, it probably isn't, but I saw on Sky Sports News, they were sort of talking about it saying, you know, it's not the way to go about it. You don't refuse to play. You go to the manager, you sit down with him, you tell him you want to leave. He says, all right, just stay to the end of the season, blah, blah, blah. But how do you know he didn't do all that? And, Bilic might have just said, no, I don't care. You're not going anywhere. You're staying here for three and a half years. You might be like, well, I don't want to. Like, uh, you of know, course. You yeah. might be like, I've got to the point where I've tried everything. I've told the chairman, I told the manager, and they're just all refusing everything. So I'm just like, well, I'm not playing then. Yeah. So, and then you go, well, I kind of understand it a bit more, if that's the case. And, and of course, Billich is not going to come out and say that, is he? Well, exactly. If you're trying to keep everyone on and side. And if you're the player, you're like, there's no point because everyone already hates me. And also... Bilic is under a lot of pressure because West Ham are not having a great season as well at the same time. Yes. So he's hardly going to lump more pressure on himself by going... Pyatt's come to me and said he wants to leave. I'm um, not going to let him. I'm not I'm not going to let him go. Did you see the uh, Harry Redknapp quote from ninety yes. seven? And I was just, did I the was, same thing. I was just about to... Village that. refused to play for West Ham and Harry Redknapp. He wanted to go to Everton came in. Everton, yeah. Everton came in and he went Absolutely to Harry Redknapp. and said, Everton are a bigger club than West Ham. Yeah. I want to leave and I'm not going to play. <laughs> that That's, amazing. That is so funny. Brilliant. Brilliant. I don't think enough has been made of that. I just sort of like... I think I saw it online uh, on the social probably media. probably because it was Harry Redknapp who said it. That is fair. Might not have been true. That is also <laughs> fair. <laughs> I hope it is, but, you know, it is Harry Redknapp, so... But, um, yeah, that's... I mean, it's quite a funny... It's quite a funny transfer in other really. Think like is. The thing think that would be quite a big one for West Ham. Obviously, Costa would be massive if he left. Yeah, but I And there's I'd, a few other clubs that I think will strengthen, need to strengthen...
1: Yeah, but like West Ham, like, I've got some sympathy for uh, Pye it's one of those things where like he could have left, he could have agitated and left during the summer. He had an excellent Euros. Yeah. He had an amazing season last year. And also, why didn't he, if he wanted to leave? This is what yeah, i But weird. but you you have to imagine that promises were made to him, and I think what like the top? board said during the summer, it's like what will definitely happen is you know we'll sign a really good striker. No. I don't think that's happened it's they Zaza? Zaza? Well, have has gone, you gone? gone. Well, have you heard how they structured that deal what the loan deal yeah no. it's utterly ridiculous so once oh, he made yeah, once yeah, he yeah. made 14 starts in the premiership they had to buy him had to buy him yeah what they what? had to buy him and so obviously when he got to 13 and only scored like twice they're like not Which isn't anywhere near <laughs> enough games to properly settle into a kind of a, a really into a new club in the league. He is also terrible, so it's rubbish. But the, yeah. the, 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 were playing, the, but the team are playing badly, so he was just escaping. Yeah. Yeah. So, they, like, so that was kind of like, well, that's not exactly good management. They tried to take their best winger and make him into a right back because they didn't buy a right and back. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like, they,
0: well, they did, they bought Arbala, who they then realised can't run anymore. Set up three goals against us on Saturday. And so,
1: like, if you're Dimitri Payet and you've got to and January, January and you're just like, this bunch of clowns are probably going to go and bid for Livermore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, well, because it's funny, I think the problem, I guess the problem
0: for Payet and for yeah, them saying we're going to do this, we're going to do that is essentially it boiled down to we're going to push on and try and become a top six club. Yeah. And he's got to three on two and be like, you haven't signed the one and win a relegation battle, so sod this. I think yeah, uh, personally, well, we don't want to go too deep into it. But I think West Ham have been found out because Bilic has been found out. Yeah. In the transfer market. But I think His signings. And by all accounts, Pyatt wasn't a Bilic signing. Yes. Uh, as, as well as a couple of the other guys who were very successful, like Lanzini and these sort of guys. Yeah. Uh, the players that Bilic has brought in have been rubbish, like Nord, Vite and guys like this. They're yeah. are just not good enough.
1: You're saying he's a bit of a Glen Roder. Well,
0: <laughs> I hope he's healthier than Glenn Roder. He was... Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah I think the just briefly <clears throat> bit of a pause. I agree with you yes I think there's kind of they are better than better than Palace at the moment obviously but one of those obviously. clubs that are thank you one of those clubs that have kind of had a as we did with our predictions a surprising season I think everyone thought West Ham would be pushing top six top eight yeah, Palace because been ma- mid-tabled they were incredibly half. impressive last yeah. year and both of them just haven't pushed on in the transfer window, which I guess is a big thing. Although Palace did, but didn't do. Anyway. <coughs> but yeah, <laughs> briefly touching the Pyatt thing. I think the biggest... I guess the biggest thing is like this whole player power and he shouldn't do... It. I completely understand why West Ham fans hate him because you're a fan of the club and you're like, what are you doing? As for else in football... I can't just like get off your high horse. It's not like clubs are angels who walk around like treating the players so well and no players should. Yeah. You know like there's no loyalty. I know they give them loads there's of no money. loyalty going the other way really is. There? But, but that's what I mean. There's like, no loyalty to players. There's no loyalty to managers. So, you I know I know they pay them a lot of money, but also they you know I d- the I, d- the don't, only I don't thing, I mean don't... I find it all hilarious because it's West Ham and I like laughing at them. <laughs> yeah. But the only kind of high horse thing that I will get is these are always teammates kind of thing. And yes, you you know, it's like you're kind of letting your workmates, your mates down kind of thing. And that's, I think people overlook that sometimes. Yeah. And I I imagine at a football club, you, at most football clubs anyway, people get very close. You're with them every day. You're training, you're playing. It's kind of like saying to, to you, like, you're not good enough. I'm not, I'm not playing with you.
1: Yeah, kind of thing. Because ultimately, yeah. he wants
0: to leave because he doesn't think they're good enough. And
1: he doesn't want to play well. And more. he doesn't.
0: Well, that's the side effect of it is that he yeah, won't. A, them but anymore. I think it's really hot. I, I, I mean, I, I don't. the you know sure Andy Carroll interview after the game. Uh, uh, funnily, funnily no you didn't. I haven't man. seen the highlights. Uh, where he kind of like he, he didn't speak about it. but He was kind of like, well, you know, he can do what he wants. Basically, yeah. we're, we're we're together and we're gonna play together. But then, kind of thing to kind of again put my devil's advocate hat back on again. I think I was, it is quite hard because if you were a player who wants to leave how do you go about it without I suppose you kind of see any teammates be like look I really like you all but I want to go Yeah. I want to go to a bigger club and everyone's like well, you're an arsehole do, you do you know what I mean like, there's no way to do it well I think there is I, I, think- mean, I mean there is but there's no way to do it without indicating that you don't think the club's big enough of I course. think if you would instead said look we're all mates I want to go back to Marseille. I want to go to a Champions League club. And they be like, fair enough. I'll yeah. play in the season if I have to. I'd rather go in January. And I think
1: if you're a certain player, fine. But and it's some be like, and it's this kind of dejected effort, de- dejected attitude and lack of effort yeah. on the pitch, which is the oh well, yeah, I he's know, been poor. He hasn't
0: spoken to him for it's like two and a half weeks. Or he's been poor. He's been poor this season. And you know? also, you don't know at all what goes on behind closed doors. No. In so much as this is completely unrelated, but I was listening to. Um, um, Mark Schwarzer, yeah, do, on a Premier League show last week talking about his like career and the amount of players he's played with. First, you know when they do their favorite eleven of yeah, players yeah. he's played with, the players he's played with are on like, insane because he's always was playing for like forty years and he's played with just everyone. His team was just unbelievable. But he was talking about Dimitar Berbatov and saying he's a world class player, but basically they didn't really like him at Fulham because he just wouldn't talk to anyone. And they're like you walk in the dressing room, like you say. You walk in the dressing and be like, morning, and he wouldn't say anything. You'd have to need to go up to him and be like, Dimitar, good morning, for him to be like, yeah, hi. So he said they, although he was really good, he was quite a divisive figure that mm. a lot of people didn't really like. So there's things like that as well. You might be like, Pipe might be the last guy in the world, but you might be, they might all hate him. I don't <laughs> think they do. No. But there's also things you don't, you kind of, I think there's a lot of this thing of like, you're a footballer, we pay you, do this. You
1: don't think like, well, hang on, this is their every sort of also, day to day. Every he might not be settled there, he, might, family, not he might have there. family
0: yeah. problems. Yeah, of course. But At the yeah, end of the like, day, well, like
1: Tevez because you know he had to leave City to yeah. go back to um, Argentina, but he's gone to Italy first. Then, That's right, yeah. On the way, and then and Italy then is, he briefly is much... to Argentina now he's in China. Yeah, which, oh, there'll be no problems with home. So this there. is
0: this is the kind of thing, there's like footballers, every time you sort of try and defend one, there's someone else one. lets you down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so you kind oh, of, but yeah, I'm not saying Paya, I would. Can't imagine Payet is homesick and a really top lad and changing him, blah, 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 blah. I'm not saying he's really unhappy and has to I think he wants to leave for money and go to a better club. Yeah. Basically. But then also, he wants to go back to Marseille, which is, it's not like he's going, I want to go to PSG or China. True. He does want to go back to his old club, which I'm kind of a little bit more sympathetic. for. Anyway, that's enough on Payet, because he might sign a new contract next week. (laughs) Speaking (laughs) of
1: uh, overseas football, there
0: was just one thing I wanted to bring up, which was to say well done to Real Madrid for that incredible oh, record, yeah. 40 games unbeaten, which finally came to an end at the weekend. They yeah. lost 2-1 to Sevilla in hilarious, in fashion. very funny did fashion. You, did you see the winner? Uh, no. Negredo's goal. No. Negredo. Uh, yeah, he's called the winner. No. He plays for Middlesbrough. L- oh, not Negredo then. Jovetic plays. So. Yeah. Um, he scored in the 90 second minute. Your smug little face, and you're like, you made a mistake. <laughs> he scored the winner in the 90 second minute. And in the paper, it was like, Jobic bundled home a winner. Um, and then I watched the goal today. It was like 30 yards out, bent top corner. What? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's good amazing. Old, good old German. didn't watch the game. So. Good old journalism. But yeah, fair. Was it four, 40 games on B? 40 games, yeah. Incredible. Amazing. And also, speaking of international football, AFCON has kicked off. It has. Um, Wilfred Zaha made his Zaha, Ivory Coast Zaha, debut Zaha today. Zaha against Adebayor. Seventy. He played 70 minutes, I think, or 75 yeah, minutes. Did. It was a
1: nil-nil, though, wasn't it, I think?
0: Yeah. That's a funny one. I'm quite pleased for him. I not read anything him to, about that. I'm not yeah, pleased that he's he missing today. five weeks of Palace's season, but I'm pleased for him to play international football. because Adebayor hasn't got a club. I can't believe he's playing. <laughs> he's I saw like, on the, I saw on the team club. sheet. This, is, uh, this obviously sounds stupid in hindsight. I saw on the team sheet it was like, Who's that? And googled Adabayor thinking it was another Adabayor. And as I was doing it, I was like, obviously, there isn't another <laughs> Adabayor. <laughs> you had to google it. But I just I mean, thought, who else? Must be his cousin. Yeah, you're like, he you can't pull it. I mean, to be fair, like I say, we've got two Ben which is just stupid. True. But I thought it might be like a Dembele of Togo, and it's like 15 Do you Joe, the AFCON is a really funny one because when it used to be on the BBC, which it isn't anymore. Yeah. I used to watch yeah. a lot of it. I think... The no, game, the,
1: like, it's what funny because... on now?
0: It's on, like... It's got a Eurosport. Euro, and then oh. ITV, I think, i have got, like, seven games. i have oh, really? got, like... It always seems courses, to be... The quarters, the semis, and the final. If, I feel like every time I check the results, it's nil-nil. Like, that, that sounds stupid, but honestly, it seems like the worst I don't tournament. want to stereotype, but... <laughs> Whoa. The AFCON, for me, reminds Resident me Trump. of amazing celebrations. Yep. Yeah. Appalling goalkeeping. Yep. And terrible pictures. Whenever I think okay. of the African yeah. combination. Could have that... been worse stereotyping
1: that's fine. Oh, and then um, what do you think that was and really, say? And really, really hilarious um and an often dangerous um stretcher. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> god, antics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Like running into players. <laughs> like you know, running over a guy who's just had a cruciate knee ligament injury with the van. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, 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 Incom- incompetence, basically.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah that's probably why it goes by the wayside I that guess is, that is underway I was just going to say before unless there's anything oh, you want to talk about more stuff this year don't you no it was just a quick rundown of what sort of things to look out for oh, go ahead Carl Okay, Over to well, Carl's calendar corner because you know you were like oh well, there's no Euros or World Cup on this year I thought, yeah. well actually there is there's the Women's Euro. I did say, I'm sure someone out there would want to crack me. <laughs> here
1: we go. And I am the man. Yeah. Someone in here, Mark. Yeah. Yes. Someone in here.
0: So, just some things, I, some niche things I want people to look out for this year. Uh, what's the biggest growing sport in the country? Uh, Participation sport. Ultimate Frisbee. Triathlon? No. No. Neither of those. It's not a sports, exercise. It's today, uh, it. parkour. I'm not going to talk about parkour. I just wanted to throw that fact in. Good. Uh, parkour a sport, is now sport, by the so. way. Carry on. Uh, it was classified as a sport. <laughs> Not a sport. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> it's as much a sport as podcasting is. <laughs> so, some niche things this year. England have a very good netball team. Yes. And they're playing, although they did lose to Jamaica recently in yes. the home series. Um, they're playing the two best teams in the world, New Zealand and Australia. Is that a triangular series? Uh, no, it's two separate series, I think. Okay. Because it happens over a course of a couple of months. Does um, Tamsin so Greenway still play? I don't think she does. I think that's it. A... Older play anyway, So on. England are playing that. Uh, some big fights as well coming up this year. Oh, yeah. frampton has got a world title fight. Not that, not that long away. I think in February cool. we've got the okay. returning David Hay against Tony Bellew. A uh, bit of a grudge fight there, and of course the big one, Anthony Joshua against Klitschko. Uh, that's happening this year as well. Um, I don't it 2 I'll probably. be
1: shocked if it's not
0: at one of the big arenas. I think it's at Wembley. But, See, I think mean, they might have actually sold out. That'll probably be I mean that will be probably the biggest fight of the year. And probably real. the biggest fight in the country since Froch v. Groves, I imagine. Um, so some big fights coming up. Stop. Yeah, yeah. I know you're interested. <laughs> you <laughs> love the I boxing don't boxing I'm, I'm more interested in the netball the than cookie, the boxing. The cookie question uh, has to be answered. Alistair Cook. Oh, he, yeah, we've talked about it, Will he be, carry yeah. on as England's test captain? I mean, odds are no that he, he won't. Will England do any more? The most, well, not the most English, but just beautifully England cricket things of we have scored a highest ever one day score against India. Hooray! We've lost. <laughs> oh, that only English cricket can do that?
1: So yeah. So, so it turns out 350 was
0: par. Yeah. It's like, oh, so, like, we've done our, our job, lads. Over to the bowler. Oh, god it's you lot. England are carrying on their attacking batting. <laughs> mm. Unfortunately, I haven't quite worked out the bowling formula yet. But that ball looks good. We've got a uh, player not the, Jake cricket ball. Ball. <laughs> the cricket ball. I love that. that red I, love a, I love the good cricket ball. Oh, mate. Look at that stitching. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So England obviously in India Year at the moment, then they've got series coming up against Ireland, one day series, uh, West Indies, and, to then, and then South Africa. South Africa, who traditionally come to England, beat us, and then the captain resigns. They saw off. They've seen off quite a few of our captains in the yeah. past, but this time it might he be might the be other be, way around. You might so, gone, exactly. yeah. So yeah. We'll
1: have gone anyway. Exactly. So I have to get KP on the text just to.
0: Who, put, do, you, who do you think on. will be new captain?
1: Well, it'll be Is it be Root. It'll definitely be, it'll be Root. Yeah, if if Cook steps down. Which I think he will. Well, because Root's vice-captain, isn't he? Funny when are we talking yeah. about,
0: actually, having listened to the, going back to the pod again earlier, I haven't written this down, so, but I've just remembered off the top of my head, we were talking about the cricket and saying, who was it? Nick Knight, I think? said just before the pod or a couple days before that this is the best test one day team one, England one day yeah. team and we were talking about it and well saying, it probably oh, is kind of grow, it probably will grow to be but it's going to India is the biggest test for anyone yes so, and also they've got the record score yeah. you know one or two more wickets in the Indian lineup, and obviously exactly yeah. I mean
1: it's just, it's, a, it's a learning England team but it's a very good team but India yeah. are just and it's, a, and it's a very very informed Indian side the and team. then at the end sorry he was in god mode
0: yeah yeah I mean
1: it was just incredible incredible
0: alright I've got it give it here <laughs> and then end of the year or near the sorry, end of the summer women's Euros Euro 2017 and uh, England one of the
1: favourites really after their brilliant performance in the is World Cup is that the Cup.
0: thing Lucy Braun no that was the Women's World Cup that was it? the Women's World Cup yeah, yeah.
1: but is, <laughs> a, is this kind of favourites if Germany mess up I said one of the favourites <laughs>
0: one of <laughs> yeah. one of seven favourites yeah. <laughs> one of <laughs> where is it <laughs> it's in Holland. Is it really? Are you just naming the country? <laughs> it's in, I'm, I'm 99% sure it's in Holland. Okay. Um, Fact be- check. Before we finish. I don't know if you remember this because I had actually forgotten this. We did a bet on the last pod. Are you serious? Yeah. Was it what the, the hell did Liverpool start? Yes, it game? was. That's incredible memory. Yeah, we we wiped know. this slate clean like and I started started the bet again. No, okay. it was one hole. It was um, one all. You went for amusingly, particularly oh, yeah, with your ridiculous know. bets, with your ridiculous predictions. You both went against your own team.
1: So you you went, went for Liverpool.
0: For... You went for Spurs. I went for the draw because I had to, and it was a draw. So I'm one nil up for the new betting process, which is great.
1: Does ooh, that count? But
0: Should we not start a new one? Ooh. Women's World Cup, uh, Women's Euros is in Holland, by the way. Okay, yeah. very good. Well, it's so, the podcasting season. <laughs> I was going to say... Clearly not
1: September to December, the,
0: but... Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we need, <laughs> winter. We, we don't need do winter Fair pots. weather podders. <laughs> we're fair weather podders. We need a bet for this week. Interesting. And I presume you have an idea in your head. I don't. Fantastic. I actually forgot about it until we were just talking about the African Cup nations, and I was like, oh, that'd be quite a good bet. But I don't know what games are coming up, so... Great. So. Any fixtures coming up this we weekend? We could
1: do we could do a long form bet and say who's going to win the African Cup of Nations. Oh, that's a long. I want to do a pod before the end of the African yeah. Cup of Nations. Yeah, I know, but then we can have like another bet in between them because then we can't think of one about this weekend. Oh, what about the
0: um, Super Bowl? Have we haven't talked about the Super Bowl. Super, Briefly, girls Super Bowl. Green Bay are it's, it's, it's the, Green Bay going to win the Super it's Bowl. It's the
1: conference. It's the conference finals this weekend, not the Super Bowl. I was going to say? No, I know. We'll do a pod before... We'll do a Super Bowl special. We'll all stay up and it's watch it. It's been
0: four months since the last one, Carlos. It's very optimistic. I know, and I'm trying to get things going again. <laughs> no, but I meant, when I said we haven't talked about it, we haven't talked about the, the matches Bowl. like the Green Bay's ridiculous finish. I know yeah. actually both games ridiculous finish. The Steelers' stealing victory. If you oh. Different oh, oh, kind that of steal, a but still. We up
1: all night, night thinking of that one. <laughs> watching it and then thinking of it. Oh, what, what play on words worked with Steelers? But,
0: uh, yeah, I thought we could do something on... Uh, the Green Bay match this weekend since Aaron Rodgers is like. Um,
1: and what do you propose? How, how long will his helmet be? I'm, I'm doing this I'm off the carpet.
0: Of the fly, yeah, on the fly. <laughs> brilliant. Literally. What about. Who in, are they playing? Here we go. In the two conference <laughs> games, I don't know. <laughs> it is the Steelers and Green Bay are basically playing two other teams.
1: They're playing the Patriots. Patriots? The oh. I did know that. Who's playing which? Because I knew the Falcons.
0: <laughs> Stop it. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Tim, this is for you, even though you are back in Pittsburgh the UK. Pittsburgh are playing the Falcons.
0: Damn <laughs> it!
1: <laughs> <laughs> swing <laughs> and a miss. Bloody hell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was going to say we could do the combination, the total yeah. score spread Oof. of the two games. Uh, okay. Do you mean total points? Point. No, no, no. The points difference combined. So if it was 21-19... In both games, it's four points. Oh right, I see. So a total. Okay. Oh, yeah. so you're combining the total of both. Combining games. the combining the difference in both games. How many games are there? Two. Yeah. Oh, come on, Carl. Do you don't know anything about NFL. Well, I do play football with a two-time well, Super Bowl yeah, winner. Yeah. I'm going to go for really? Yeah. Get him on. I'm going to go for. <laughs> oh, you can watch him on uh, NFL. Stop getting distracted. You can watch him on
1: BBC's NFL coverage.
0: Oh. Oh, cool. O C. Oh wow. i you're Who wants to go first? Or on the points probably. I go last because I won last.
1: Uh, no, you should go
0: first because you won last time. Yeah. Is that's that, how it works. Okay, I'll go for nine. Okay. A total of nine over two games, a spread of nine. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Right. Gonna, okay, anyway. i go, I'm gonna go for fifteen.
1: Okay. I am gonna go for, go for eight or ten. I'm, I'm actually gonna go for twenty-one, actually.
0: Ooh. Um, Two close caves coming up, hopefully. Nine fifteen twenty one. Okay. Yeah. Right, anything else? Before we sign off. <laughs> Absolute silence. Good. Taito, anything from the dog corner?
1: <laughs> yeah, I
0: don't know. Crofts. Every, report on, on Crofts. <laughs> Everyone to stay alive this year. Oh, we um, could have a kill list <laughs> a death list as our bet of the week next week death who's going to die Bruce Forsyth whoa a <laughs> sports one. Oh okay sorry um, Jesus That's is your, he not a sportsman no <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay so yeah we shall return see how the bet goes on and hopefully we'll do another pod within the next four months yay That is the aim and yeah. hopefully yeah. Palace won't be really the next four, four months <laughs> yeah see you all in May <laughs> <laughs> right so that is yeah but for now it's goodbye from me And it's goodbye from Carl. Goodbye. And goodbye from Neil. Goodbye. Bye, everyone.